Howdy, and welcome to episode 75 of the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm Mike, he's Bobby, and today we're going to be talking about sponsored posts and a cool little trick that Bobby's actually started using in the last few months, like I think you started doing it at the end of last year, using yeah. Facebook ads to charge much, much higher fees for your sponsored posts on Millennial Money Man. So I'm, I'm really excited about this, and I think this is like, I mean, this has been like a big income earner for you. Yeah, so far. No, it's been great. I, I've never been somebody that does a lot of sponsored posts because I've, I don't like the negotiation process for sponsored posts because I think it's like, I think it's annoying <laughs> because I just, it's one of those, it's the only thing in my business where it's like, I have to like go back and forth with people about how much money I'm going to make. Like everything else is like, I control my own destiny, right. um, but it can be, it can be a huge pop of income. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people with not even like very large sites or audiences or whatever. Like I've seen them make a bunch of money like eight, ten thousand dollars plus from sponsorship packages. So it's a great way to make money. I used to only charge about fifteen hundred dollars and now like I've I've raised that base rate to at least five grand. And I want to raise it even more just because of what we're about to talk about with just adding in right. extra value, which I think it's not even just extra value. It's actually like a better it's better for everybody in the in the whole situation with the sponsor posts. So so it's a something I implemented and I've already made good money this year from it and I'm gonna keep doing it. Now your increase is because of this strategy, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so I just wanted to clarify that it's not just like, hey, you know, I'm my blog's at a new level, and I I just was able to up my rates. It actually came down to implementing the strategy that you've gone from like fifteen hundred to five grand. Yeah, it's it's pretty much because of the Facebook ad strategy that we're about to teach. It's something that I started implementing. It's something that I think is is pretty simple if you know how to use Facebook ads, and sponsors love it you know, at least so far from what I can tell. So definitely something that's valuable and, and, and you can do it to, to boost up your sponsor post ask very quickly. Awesome. So speaking of like this strategy, if you, we're going to talk about it here on the episode, but if you really want to learn more about this, like exactly how to do it, training on how to do it, then you're going to love today's sponsor, which of course is our course, Facebook ads for bloggers, our comprehensive course on how to use Facebook ads to you know, grow your traffic, your email list, and your revenue using very simple campaigns for as little as a dollar a day. So we have an entire section inside of Facebook ads for bloggers talking about sponsored posts and how to actually do the Facebook ads for the strategy. So check it out in the link below, Facebook ads for bloggers. And Bobby, let's get into it. Let's talk about what the strategy is. Obviously, this is a podcast. So all we're doing is putting sweet music into their ears. We can't show them how to run the Facebook ads. They'll, they'll need to go and check out our training in order to do that. But just for like how it works, like let's break this down. What is it that you're adding to your offer to sponsors that's given you this huge, you know, bump in what you're earning? Well, you're you're basically adding highly targeted eyeballs, right? So what I've learned in working with sponsors over the past couple of years is that most of these 
big brands, like let's say it's like a big, you know, car rental company or something like that. They reach out, they hire like an agency to handle all of their marketing. And then those agencies find influencers to promote certain products, right? So for them, they're reaching out to a bunch of different bloggers and they're trying to get as much reach as possible. They're trying to get as many impressions as possible, which in my opinion, you and I know, like from our marketing work, like impressions don't really matter a whole lot in the grand scheme of things because you can't like track sales from it. But for these big agencies, like these are, these are companies that have been paying for like billboards for years and like paying right. for TV spots. Like they, they all don't know is impressions. Yeah. All they know is impressions. So that's the game that they play and that's fine. So what they do is they reach out to bloggers and they're like, Hey, we'd like to do a social media campaign with you and a sponsored post and whatever. We'd like to do this campaign. So what they usually want you to do is write some kind of sponsored content on your site where you're just talking about their service. You're promoting it. Maybe you link to something. Maybe you don't. That's the like most of the time there's like not even like any kind of call to action or like a landing page that you're sending people to. It's like, they just want to get as many eyeballs on their brand as possible. They'll ask you to send it out to your email list. Sometimes, sometimes they ask for social shares. They'll ask for like, you know, we want three tweets and two Facebook posts and, and whatever. Right. So they ask for all these things because they just want to get as much, as many viewers as possible. And so I've always felt like in my heart of hearts that that's not very valuable like to not, not just, I mean, you know, of course I want to get paid, but I don't feel like it's very valuable to the actual company. Like, I feel like it's a waste right. of advertising spend. And, and I know it's like dumb of me to like worry about the company and their advertising spend, but, but from like a, like, I don't know, a business like a perspective, shit human being perspective. Yeah. I've, I've always felt like kind of dirty about taking their money sometimes. Cause I'm like, what is this actually going to do for you? You know, and maybe they, maybe they have to exhaust their ad budget by the end of the year or something. And like, they just need to spend the money and that's totally cool. But I've never felt like, you know, me sending out an email blast or doing a sponsored post or doing any of that kind of stuff is going to provide just like massive amounts of value. That's kind of worth like the thousands of dollars that you essentially charge for the service. So I've always kind of felt a little weird about it, but again, it's not my money to spend. So I did that for years where I would send it out to my email list. I would send it, you know, I'd write a sponsored post on the blog and I'd like, you know, they always ask for like the traffic numbers and I'd send it to them and it wasn't really like that great because just posting something on your blog doesn't mean that your entire audience is going to see it. Like if you optimized it for SEO, it's going to take like months <laughs> to climb in the rankings. You know, it's just, you're not going to have like the massive numbers. And I feel like advertisers are always like a little bit disappointed when it's not like you did a blog post and weren't like a million views on it from like the first week or something. Right. So anyway, where this all came from, I was working with a bank and they wanted me to promote local branches, you know, and they were, they wanted me to send an email out to my list. They had branches opening up in Houston. I live in Houston. So they're like, oh, he's a Houston blogger, which, you know, like, yeah, I live in Houston, but like my, <laughs> like my entire readership is from Houston. So it was a little bit weird to begin with, but they wanted to, they wanted like one tweet, one Facebook post and a, uh, and an email blast and a sponsored post that, that listed literally the locations of this bank. And so I was like, okay, I can do all of that. But what if we just did Facebook ads too, on top of all that? And we actually targeted or like a, you know, a 10 mile radius around these actual locations so that we could get more relevant uh, impressions. And they were like, oh, well, that's like, that's a good idea. We didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I can do that. Cause I, you know, that's what I specialize in. And so I was basically with that, value add. I got really excited about that. And I was able to, to quote five grand and feel like really comfortable about it. And they jumped on it immediately. Uh, and not only did they jump on it, they wanted to do a second campaign on top of that because I, the results I provided were really good. So that was the strategy. It was like, how can I like, instead of just posting something on the blog or like sending it something out to my email list, how can I target the people that 
they actually want to see this stuff? Like, how can I actually get the right demographic? And the answer was Facebook ads. And so, you know, even with, I think it was like a couple hundred dollars ad spend, I was able to get like a hundred thousand very relevant impressions that were within a 10 mile radius of these actual branches that they wanted to send people to. And they were, they were like, wow, we never get to have, you know, like we never get that kind of those kind of impressions. Like it's always just kind of a shot in the dark. So it's, it was, it's always interesting to me because when I talk to these, these companies and I start saying things like, is there a landing page we're sending to sending them to? Like, is there a specific call to action? What's the offer? They're always like, man, no, no other bloggers even talk to us about those things. Like we, right. it doesn't even come up and it, it like blows their mind. So the bottom line is you can use Facebook ads. You can use paid traffic to uh, create a really, really massive value add to get more specific targeting for these companies. And it makes the brand, the agency that you're working with look really cool when they can go back to the big company that paid them to do this and say, hey, we got 100,000 targeted impressions around your branch locations. And we can prove that with these numbers and these screenshots of the statistics and everything. So it makes everybody look good. And it's better, I think, for the company that you're actually working with too. It's not a giant waste of their money. And I think that's super important because people, you know, don't like, I feel like with sponsorships, I'm not a con, I'm not like, I don't have this big blog or like content platform where I'm getting sponsorships in the way that you do. But from being in the world and like seeing it all the time and working with clients that have it, I feel like sponsorships tend to be one-off things unless you have this massive audience, because what happens is they are like, I want to do this and they do it. And then when they look at the numbers at the end, they might be happy with it, but that doesn't mean that it's like enough for them to go, let's do it again. And so if you can make your sponsorship in a way that they want to continue doing it over and over and over again, I feel like that should be the goal. Like you should be thinking about this more like your, whether you have a blog or YouTube channel or podcast or whatever it may be. I feel like podcasters do a better job of this than any other content platform because it's so similar to radio. And like, if you think about radio, if you listen to a particular radio station, or if you listen to like, I listen to a lot of sports radio and like podcasts and things, they have the same sponsors over and over and over, both for the advertisements and for like the pre-roll and the mid-roll and that kind of stuff, because these people are signing on for these long-term deals. And I feel like as getting sponsors for posts, you should be aiming to do the same kind of thing like make it super valuable where people want to continue doing it with you. And I would even say like, if you're just starting out, you know, maybe and you want to implement the strategy, maybe you don't even want to implement it to where you're going from, maybe you're already charging 1500. Maybe you don't want to go all the way to 5,000, right? Maybe you want to go to 2,500, but now it's such a good deal that maybe they're signing on for a six month package, right? And because they know they're going to get the result and you can keep them long-term and have it be this recurring thing. Like that's how you build wealth in a business is like building these recurring streams. And so this strategy of running a Facebook ad to the exact audience they want and knowing for a fact that you are going to be able to provide relevant eyeballs and enough impressions and enough clicks like that, that's powerful because then it's not a guessing game for them. And you've even been able to figure it out where you're like, I know you figure out how much you want to spend. You might spend like, okay, I'm going to spend, I'm going to earn 5,000, but I'm going to spend 500. And I know that that's going to get me this many impressions and this many clicks. And you can say like, I can guarantee this much. Right. Right. And that's powerful. Like that's a big negotiating tool. So I, I think this is huge. And I think the fact that you said they wanted to do it again, 
that's so rare with sponsored posts from what I've seen. Like I, I really see people promoting the same thing multiple times. So I, this can help in that regard, I believe. Yeah. And some people are really good at like, they'll negotiate like multiple sponsored posts and like they can get like, you know, three or four sponsored posts and stack them all together and all that kind of thing. My thing though, is I don't like getting wrapped up into that because I, you know, if I promote something, like what if my audience doesn't really like the first one? What if I, what if I get all of a sudden like a negative feedback from my audience where like, we hate this brand, you know, and then all of a sudden you're still on the hook for like two or three more. And, and that's where it comes down to like, you got to be very careful about who you actually promote. But that's one of like my paranoias. Like even if it's something that you feel really strongly about, if you have a huge negative reaction, you're still on the hook for like multiple sponsored posts. Like that's an awkward situation. Say, but this Facebook strategy actually helps alleviate that. And you've told me before, like yeah. you were like the problem with something like this. If I'm like promoting a bank, like it's not even geographically, it's not relevant to a lot of my audience. You're like, I feel like sending an email promoting this post does an injustice to the audience and the sponsor. But then when you use Facebook, you're targeting the relevant people. You're getting them the result you want. You're leveraging your not only your skill set but your brand. But you're not putting anything that's not relevant to your audience in front of them. Which so you're getting kind of the best of both worlds. I mean, that's another reason that I love this strategy. Well, yeah. I mean, you want to, in my opinion, you want to protect your email list as much as possible. Like that's the one thing that if you if you screw that up by promoting stuff that doesn't matter and isn't relevant that I mean it just it's hurtful for your brand in the long run and I'd rather use my email list to promote the things that I really 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 strongly believe in like the Facebook side hustle course like I know that that's a good product I feel awesome about putting it out there to my audience whereas like you know local branches at a bank like uh, you know that's not very that's not a big deal to my audience not to say I haven't sent those emails before but I'm increasingly more and more concerned about the quality of my emails and the quality of my email list and, and all those things. You know, I will say too, like this is a good way. It's, I think if, if you're a newer blogger, this is a great way to do value add. Um, if you're more experienced, it's a great way to do value add. Here's another thing about this. And I think it's, I think it's an incredible opportunity for like newer bloggers that don't have the huge numbers because that's one of the awkward things. I remember this starting out and an agency will come to you and say, Hey, you know, we want to do a sponsored post with you. Can you send us your media kit and media kits? I think every blogger should have one, but it says all of your numbers, like as far as monthly views and your email list size and, and, uh, and all that stuff. And new bloggers come to me all the time and they're like, I don't have a lot of numbers. Like, you know, I, I'm embarrassed to share that with a company. And this alleviates that because you can go to a company and say, look, you know, my blog is, is newer. I don't have a ton of reach organically right now, but I specialize in running Facebook ads and I specialize in getting reach that's going to be relevant to your brand. And this is something that you and I've talked about. It doesn't matter if you are the biggest blogger in the world or if you're brand new and you just started this week, you're going to pay the same amount for Facebook impressions. Like, you know, there's, it's a level playing field between everybody. And so you can just outspend if you wanted to, uh, and, and get more impressions than the biggest blogger out there that's just sending stuff to their email list. So it really, it gives you a huge opportunity as a newer blogger to kind of alleviate those concerns about your media kit, not being impressive enough. Uh, and you say, Hey, look, I can, yeah, I don't have the big numbers, but I can do something that's even more valuable. And it's going to make you look awesome to the company. Cause that's another thing too. Like this whole game I feel is like not even about providing value to the company that's paying for the whole thing. It's about making the middleman look really awesome. Like that's what I've noticed about it. Cause that's every time they talk to me, it's like they want to know how they can look the best so they can turn around and 
take those numbers back to the big company they're working with so they can extend their contract. Let me dip into that for a little bit because, you know, we were talking earlier about like how part of you doing this was trying to provide like a good, valuable experience for the person. So when Bobby's saying this, he's not saying like, it's just about like you making it look good and earning money. It's not about them getting value out of it. That is totally not the case. I don't want anyone to listen to that and like misconstrue. But what he's getting at is like, let's say there's the company that's the sponsor and then there's the guy in the marketing department that's communicating with you that is tracking down and buying the advertising and spending the advertising budget. And then there's you and that middleman, they just want to keep their job. They want to get a bonus at the end of the year. So they're trying to present a valuable picture, right? To the bigger company. And I see this all the time because like my wife uh, manages a Coca-Cola plant right? Like that's physically producing the drinks and stuff. And she gets super frustrated when the middle management, you know, Coca-Cola headquarters people like come in and start digging around and stuff. Cause they're always asking, like, they're always like giving them busy work. Hey, we need numbers on this, this, and that. And it's because they're trying to like show, like I did work. I got this data. I presented, look what we're doing. We're doing all this. Right. And she looks at it and she's like, you're wasting my time because you don't actually understand what goes into the production of the beverage. And you don't realize that like you're pulling numbers that don't matter at all. Like she deals with that all the time. And so it's a similar concept here. And so for them, like they want to be able to say like, Hey, we went and found this blogger and, you know, promoted these Houston banks. But unfortunately, even though he's got this big audience, the Houston audience was like 2%. And so we only got this many eyeballs. Like then that makes them look bad because they didn't do the research. Right. Instead, with something like this, they're able to say, hey, we went and did this and we paid this much and we got this many people, right? And so they're able to take like that CPM number that we talk about in Facebook ads, which is how much you're spending for impressions. And they might be able to say, we spent this much to get this many thousands of eyeballs, right? We spent this much per thousand eyeballs promoting this branch. And we know that every single one of those eyeballs was within a 10 minute radius. Like these are people that could actually become customers. And that's super, super valuable. And so that's what he's talking about here is like the reason that, that he, you can charge more when you do this is because you are giving more value, not only to the company, but to that middleman. Like he's able to present it instead of saying like, eh, we spent this much, we got this many eyeballs. He's able to say, we spent this much, we got this many more eyeballs than normal. And we know every single one of these eyeballs was within a short but five, 10 minute driving distance where they would actually become customers. Every single one of these was a true lead, right? right. And that's a big, big deal. Well, it sounds good too. Like it sounds it like not only is it better for the actual company that's paying for it, but it sounds really good in it. Like when I talk to these people on the phone, you know, the middleman, I tell them straight up, I'm like, you're going to be able to take this information and you're going to be able to tell, you're going to be able to turn around and tell the big company, Hey, we did this and it's highly targeted. It's really effective. And we, we knocked it out of the park. Like it's going to make you look good. And the middleman likes that. They like to look good. So 100%. like, that's part of the, that's part of the negotiating when you're on the phone with them, or if you're, you know, doing it via email. Like mention that because that's a big, that's, you know, peel back all the other bullshit. Like that's what's really going on. The middleman wants to look really, really good, which means that you can get more, like you can get recurring if you make them look really good. And they, you know, it's just, it's better for everybody, you know, but you can also, it's like this knocks out two things. You make the middleman look good and you actually get real value for the company that's paying for it, which I think is like the good person thing to do. Right. But the whole, the reason that you brought up the whole make the middleman look good part is because he's worried about keeping his job getting that bonus, being able to show, hey, I'm doing better. 
and the other guy doing the same thing when, when they're coming to the end of the year and they're rating everybody at that position. Right. And he's the one giving you the money and determining how valuable your sponsorship is. So if you can make it personally valuable for him or he's like, oh, I'm going to get 30% bonus instead of 20% bonus at the other end of the year because I'm going to be able to show that I'm the top guy in my department, then he's going to give you more money. So I think that was like gold. Like I had thought about that, but that is like, it is so true. Like if you just, you're just, you're using human instinct because it's a negotiation. It's a, it's a sale. You're selling yourself. And the best way to sell yourself is to make the person on the other end feel really, really good. So I think that's killer. So yeah, if you, if you've listened to this whole thing and you're like, wow, I really want to do this. I added an entire uh, module or not a module, I guess a training into the, the Facebook ads for bloggers course where I go through and I show you the campaign that I'm talking about in this podcast where I like, I'll show you the ads. I show you the targeting. I even showed like the check that I got the $5,000 check just so people know it's legit. Uh, so I show all of that in that training. So it's really valuable. So if you do jump into the Facebook ads for bloggers course, go check that out. If you already have the Facebook ads for bloggers course, we added that recently and you have access to it. So if you didn't know it was there, it's there. So go check it out. Yeah. Cause when you join any of our courses, Facebook side hustle or Facebook ads for bloggers, you get lifetime access to the course and any upgrades we did. And that recent Facebook ads for bloggers upgrade, we went from like 28, 29 videos to over 60 videos and added massive sections on affiliate marketing, retargeting for course sales and coaching, that sort of thing. And then the sponsored post section. So in addition to that big video where Bobby shows you how to create the campaign, there's like full training on like how to do the stuff with the sponsored post. So, so yeah, way to go, Bobby, go ahead and, uh, you know, doing our little sponsorship deal for me. Appreciate it. So that's it. That's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's, I think kind of a unique way. I don't know that anybody out there is really doing. And I guess the, the last thing I would say, cause I don't know that we really mentioned this is that one of the things that you told me that you've started to find with sponsors is that they are looking for this. This is something that they actually want and that they're coming and saying like, like, like they're asking for it now, or they're saying like, oh, wow, we didn't know every time we bring this up, people don't know how to do it. And so if you know how to run traffic and get eyeballs using a paid ad on this, it's a great way. And, and you just bake it into your fee, right? Like, okay, cool. You drop 250, 500 bucks, whatever on an ad campaign, but you're charging an extra 2k massive ROI there. So definitely something to check out. Anyway, thank you for listening. As usual, we hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to subscribe to the channel. Leave us a review. It makes us happy inside when we see reviews from you. So please do that. Tell your friends about it if you like the show and we will see you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.